Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. How you doing, everyone? I'm Russ Salzberg, and I want you all to listen up and get a load of this. With one game left in their season, the 4-11 record owned by the New York Giants is tough to defend because winning in pro sports is the bottom line. But some of the crap being written and said by some in the media, for lack of a better term, is flat-out bullshit from people simply with their own agenda. So like I said, listen up. Because you're really going to want to get a load of this. So, as I said, folks, uh, listen, 4-11 and 11 is 4-11. and 11, All right? It, it, it's kind of tough to defend. I mean, listen. Uh, Dave Gettleman, the general manager of the Giants. Pat Shermer, the head coach of the Giants. N- know that 4-11 and 11 is, is what it is not a record to be happy with. They're in a bottom line business. They're big boys. They can take the heat. They know it comes with the territory, especially here in New York. Because I've always said, New York is the best place. It is the very, very, very best place to win. But it is just the most god-awful place to lose. And especially more so now than ever before, when you have social media and members of the media who who just come on, whether it's themselves or it's their editors or it's their news directors, they come on with their own agenda. And that's why I said it's flat out bullshit, because it really is. And I'm talking about your New York Giants. And, and I'm not here saying it because Daniel Jones is coming off this phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal performance of five touchdown passes and 350-some-odd yards this past Sunday against the Washington Redskins in the nation's capital. All right? I'm not talking about that. It, it's not for that reason. 
But nobody wants this. First of all, let's go back a little this. I want to give everybody a little bit of, if you will, an historical lesson here. Okay. When Daniel Jones. Well, no, I'm going to go back a a year before that. When um, Saquon Barkley. Okay. When Saquon Barkley was drafted by the Giants with the second pick overall. It took exactly two games. Two games. It was a Sunday night game. It was the second game of the season that the Giants had lost in um, in Dallas. It was a Sunday night game. Just two games in, and everybody, everybody already was saying and singing the sour notes of, Giants made a mistake. They drafted the wrong guy. They ju- they needed to draft a franchise quarterback. They drafted the wrong guy, the wrong guy. Instead, they drafted Saquon Barkley. I remember they're going to rue the day they made the mistake and drafted Saquon and should have drafted a franchise quarterback in Sam Donald. I remember that distinctly. Okay, Distinctly. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. So what happens? Okay. Um, Saquon Barkley wins rookie of the year. Offensive rookie of the year. You know, terrific player. Offensive offensive rookie of the year. Okay. So um, now let's fast forward to the next draft. And a lot of things happened going into that. Before that, you know, Giants traded Odell Beckham Jr. And um, they subsequently go go on and, uh, you know, it was for bodies, uh, Jabril Peppers. You know, all the names aren't important, but they also got a draft pick. Uh, They drafted Daniel Jones out of Duke out of Duke for, they drafted him sixth overall. When they drafted him sixth overall, these people killed the Giants. Killed the Giants. How could they draft him and not draft, for example, Dwayne Haskins of the Washington Redskins? How could they draft this guy? Really, how could they draft this guy? They killed him. They absolutely killed um, the drafting of Daniel Jones. Then you get to the mini camp, and then you get to training camp. And then by the time training camp started, because people like controversy. So the here was the agenda. Now we get to training camp, the same people who, for lack of a better term, pissed all over the signing or the drafting of Daniel Jones, these very, very same people, these very, very same people who did all that, all right, the very, very same people were now writing the stories, wait a minute, wait a minute, why 
when are you going to start? When are you going to put in Daniel Jones? They already were crying, hollering for Daniel Jones to be the quarterback and not Eli Manning. I mean, two, I mean a game into it. No, we got. What, what are we wasting time for? Start Daniel Jones. In particular, who was coming out of the, the, the Daily News. In particular, it was coming out of the Daily News. Okay? It, it, that's, that's what was going on. So now you got Daniel Jones. But then, you know, you're going with a team that has a young franchise, future franchise quarterback, and a lot of young guys, and it's a rebuilding situation. And these same people... You know, well, maybe you know we don't know if Daniel's the guy and, and or or not the guy. Then, then there's that criticism going on. When when does it end? When does it freaking end? And now all you're getting. All, all you've been getting was, oh, for sure, you know, uh, it, maybe it's not 100% that Gettleman's going to be out, but, yeah, oh, sure, Shermer's going to be out. Now, I don't have a crystal ball, and nobody's given me inside information. But some of the crap, when I say the agenda, for example, I, I was reading in the Daily News before this past Sunday, Sunday's game. Talking about the Giants, they fired their general manager, Jerry Reese, and replaced him with Dave Gettleman, who John Mara apparently thought would be the second coming of Ernie Accorsi. Well, let me tell you something, people, the geniuses who are writing this. Dave Gettleman was recommended Suggested because Ernie Accorsi was used as a consultant to seek and search for the new general manager. And you know what? Ernie Accorsi was the guy who suggested Dave Gettleman, a very, very solid, rock solid football guy who's been associated with a lot of winning. Okay? Both with the Giants, with the Buffalo Bills. He got his first job as a GM with the um, Carolina Panthers, took him to a uh, Super Bowl, subsequently lost. All right. Then, all the, 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 if Sherman, for lack of a better term, farts in the wrong direction, they criticize him. You're talking about a team. Let's look at what the Giants went through this year. You had Daniel Jones, rookie quarterback. Who, you know, let's see, he had one four-touchdown four passing game. He had another four-touchdown passing game. And this past Sunday, he had a five-touchdown passing game after take, spending two weeks off with a high ankle sprain. Then you have somebody else in the Daily News. I'm not even mentioning the names. They know who the hell they are. Or you can figure it out. But they're always writing this bullshit. Now, you know, the, the latest thing this past Sunday was 
the Giants replaced uh, talent with like milk toast personalities. Oh, okay. And, and, and I'm quoting this article Odell Beckham, Landon Collins, and Olivier Vernon weren't just talented players. They were strong veteran personalities who would speak up when something wasn't right. Oh, okay. So let me address this right now. See, folks, I'm not defending 4 and 11, I'm defending the Giants against people with agendas and bullshit. So, yeah, oh, 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 and listen, if you heard me on my podcast, you know I was a big fan and very friendly with Odell Beckham Jr. Very friendly. He used to talk all the time. He used to text, talk on the phone. These same people, oh, Odell Beckham, you know, a voice, speak up. I, I, They forget these were the same people killing old Del Beckham when he had that dopey interview on ESPN sitting next to Lil Wayne. But that was okay. And Olivier Vernon, who was another guy I was friendly with, God love him, good defensive player, um, after his first year, wasn't delivering as much, and it was a hard time keeping him healthy enough. So there was that problem. And then he talks about Landon Collins. All right? Now, Landon Collins was let go because they weren't going to give him this ridiculous contract that he wanted. A six-year, $84 million deal? So he got it from the Washington Redskins. And I I said, good for Landon at the time. But don't criticize the Giants for that. My point is, this is all an agenda. It's all an agenda. It's bullshit. You, You had a rookie quarterback learning on in the line of fire. You had your your running back, your second-year running back, who's a star, who all he did uh, this past Sunday was rush 22 times, back from his, you know, his second game back uh, from his ankle injuries, and let's see, 189 yards, one touchdown rushing, four catches, 90 yards with another touchdown receiving. And now, the day after all this setup to um, what's wrong with the Giants, now it's like, now it's a glimpse of the future. This is what happens. This is your franchise players. You know, this is what to get excited about. Oh, yeah. Same deal. You got, you got the, by the way. Since they're talking about Landon Collins, and he's bringing out Landon Collins here, in three of the five touchdown passes, in three of the five touchdown passes that Daniel Jones uh, completed, in three of the five of those, guess who was one of the culprits in allowing them to be completed? Landon Collins, who plays for the Washington Redskins now. But, you know, I'm not here to kill Landon. 
They they kill Dave Gettleman because he traded Odell Beckham Jr. And, and the line is, well, he was lying or he was full of crap or, or you, you know, he was telling stories because he said, I didn't sign uh, um, Odell to trade him. Well, he didn't sign Odell Beckham Jr. for $90 million to trade him. He's not stupid. It worked out that way because things just drifted apart and he got what he could and you move on. He got a player, Jabril Peppers. He got draft picks. Was able to draft a um, huge defensive lineman in Dexter Lawrence out of Clemson. But again, he didn't. Of course, he didn't sign him to trade him. It just worked out that way. And I, I used to say to Odell, because Odell would say to me, you know, Russ, I, 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 man, he used to call me Smoothie, Smoothie. I, I, they just don't respect me here. And I used to say to him, Odell, I'm begging you, don't ever repeat that to anybody, because it makes you sound stupid. They gave you a contract for ninety million dollars. I don't know if it was thirty or sixty million, whatever the hell it was, guaranteed. Don't say they disrespected you. You sound silly. But let's go to what we have and what the Giants have played with this year. First of all, Daniel Jones has never had all of his receivers together at one time. Not once. Whether Tate was out or or with... um, Missing the first four games of the season or with a concussion or Sterling Shepard had two concussions. You, 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 you lost tight end Evan Ingram with, with knee injury and now surgery. He's on injured reserve, so he was done. You lost these players. But nobody pissed and moaned. Nobody ever made excuses. And then on defense, okay, on defense. I mean, you're looking at what your defensive secondary has been. Bunch of kids. DeAndre Baker from day one to, to now. Now, he, he's improved. The, the other day you had Baker, Beal, who, who's a second-year player, but basically first because he missed all of last year. You had Baker, Beal, Julian Love, Corey Ballantyne. Playing probably other than... Um, Defensive backfield, other than quarterback, is probably the most difficult position in football. And, and, you, you know, they're killing the Giants over oh, Dave Gettleman over his drafting. Let me tell you something, folks. Anybody who's worth their salt, who's an expert in this business, will tell you the number one thing you need to pick. The number one thing you need to pick is making sure when you get in a draft, if you need it, that you're drafting a franchise quarterback. And that is what Dave Gettleman's got, forgetting about everything else. And and, and here's another one for you, folks. Go ahead. Go ahead and tell me 
a better quarter, young quarterback, young running back combination you'd rather have. You can take your choice. I will take Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley right now. You take the choices, the combo of you want, I'll take those two right now. It's it's just too easy to beat up people because that's the agenda. Because, yeah, okay, they're not doing well or I don't like this guy, so now I'm just going to, you know. And what I also laugh about is it's very easy to go get somebody fired or try to get somebody fired. Well, let me tell you something. People in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. A lot of people were crying, and understandably so, because I had a lot of friends at the Daily News losing jobs. Their sports uh, sports department, what it go, did something like 40 to 9. A lot of people were crying and losing jobs. And a lot of people there are scared of losing jobs. And they're hanging on by the nails. So I guess if the editor or somebody, you know, let me try and make a name for myself and get the clickbait on on uh, social media. So let me, let's beat up the Giants. Let me try and make a name for myself. It's all bullshit. It's unfair bullshit. And, and let me tell you, by the Giants beating, well, listen. The Washington Redskins aren't Vince Lombardi's Super Bowl champion Packers. We know that. That's the Washington Redskins. They just won two Giants, just won two games in a row, beating uh, Miami and um, the Redskins. Not juggernauts. But the Giants are rebuilding. But let's kill the Giants. And, And by the Giants winning these past two games... Believe me, it screws up their narrative because had they been able to lose, then it would have been easy to call for the firing immediately. It was easy to call for, you know, you know the lynch mob. I remember some putts uh, when they lost their last game. Uh, uh, somebody asked them at, at the press conference, you, you think the organization... You think the organization will allow you to, you know, coach the rest of the season? I mean, you know, you're just trying to get a rise out of the coach, just to embarrass the coach. By the way, speaking of also geniuses, there's another member, which I won't embarrass him. I'll I'll, I'll let him try and go after other people. Another genius in our business who writes for somebody asked the special teams coach this past week. And this said person has also been very critical of the organization. Asked the special teams coach this past week, why do you kick off? Why don't you kick off after a safety instead of punt? Duh. The coach's reply was the right reply. Because it's the rule. Now, anybody can get a rule wrong. But that's football 101. That's like knowing that a touchdown counts for six points, uh, uh, an extra point counts for one. If you run it in, it counts for two. But everybody's got their agenda. Everybody's got their agenda. And should the Giants 
beat the Eagles coming up in the Giants season finale this week? Because, you know, if the Eagles win, they automatically w- w- clinch the NFC East. If they lose and the Cowboys win, it's a different story. But the the point being, if the Giants would win, boy, that kills their narrative. Like, I have never seen people who cover a team root. This is, and let me correct myself. Or let me clarify something. I'm not labeling everybody. There are a lot of fine people who cover the Giants and do not a good job, an outstanding job. And you know what? I'll name two two papers. I'll name the, the New York Post and Newsday. I'll let you figure out the rest. They don't have to agree with me, and I don't have to agree with them. But they're fair. They don't have an agenda. And it, it's embarrassing. Trust me, it's embarrassing to them. It's an absolute disgrace, the shit that I've seen, that that people who cover a team actually root against the team. They like being smartasses. They like being smug. They like breaking the coaches and the GM's balls. Then there was the question of, should the team, well, if you tank, you know, now now kind of the... the, um, the Giants hurt themselves because they they won. So now they don't get as high as the draft pick would be had they lost. Well, you know what? Then then you have to learn the first thing about athletes. Athletes want to want to compete. They want to go out every day and win. And so do coaches and so do owners. Wellington Mara let him rest in peace. The patriarch of this organization let him rest in peace. God rest his soul. Never in a million years would think about tanking. His son, who is the president and co-owner, John Mara, would never in a million years. And I'm going to tell you something. Dave Gettleman would feel, not would, feels the same way. And so does head coach Pat Shermer with the heat on. Pat Sherman never wavered this year from trying to build something. And if Pat Sherman was just worried about this year and not the future, he never would have had the courage. And let me tell you something, folks. It took courage to go ahead and take out a future Hall of Fame quarterback after game two and Eli Manning and start a rookie. I am telling you, I've been reading this stuff all season long, watching it. And I'm not just talking out of my ass because I'm there every day. Every day. So I see what goes on and I see what's said. And the Giants have been criticized. They're criticizing, you know, the culture. Yeah, they're they're a uh, losing team, but you wouldn't know it because the guys are happy. You know, it's an upbeat locker room. Yeah, it's an upbeat locker room. You know why? Because they're upbeat guys. They're upbeat young guys. I'm there when they lose. They're pissed off as hell on Sundays. 
But as you got to learn in the business of sports, you better damn well have a short memory and come back to work ready to work on Monday. It's a terrific culture in the Giants locker room. Now, it has to be turned into a winning culture. But because... I, How about this? So now the guys should walk around with a scowl. They should all walk around pissed off. And then you know what? The same people, the same guy who's writing this would say, oh, it's just a miserable, unhappy locker room. Same guy. They would, guaranteed it would be that. So now they're being criticized for being an upbeat group of young guys. It's all bullshit. Like I say, 4-11 and 11 is 4-11. and 11. With 4-11 and 11 comes a shitload of criticism. But let's cut out the bullshit. Because that's all it is. A bunch of bullshit. Maybe over the years, they had coal put in their Christmas stockings. But what it's just miserable. Misanthropes. That's what they are. Just miserable. Glass half-empty people. Well, to all of you folks, because that's a wrap on today, I hope your glasses are all, not half full, but all full. I wish all of you a Merry Christmas. If you're celebrating Hanukkah, Happy Hanukkah uh, to you and your families. All good things. But right now, that is a wrap right here. I want to thank all of you for getting a load of this. Now I'd like to get a load of you. Let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. You can tell me on Twitter, at Russ Salzberg, on Facebook. You can also always check out my website, russsalzberg.com. My thanks always to the big man, Crash, a.k.a. Mike Caragliano, who takes such good care of me here, to Tim Einico, my outstanding podcast producer, to 77 WABC program director Dave Labrosi, to uh, his outstanding 77 WABC program assistant Matt Dahl. Last but certainly not least, though, a great big thank you to you people out there, because without you people, I'd have nobody here to be talking to us. So until next time, it is I, Ross Salzberg, saying bye-bye, so long, and farewell. Once again, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, all good health coming to you in the new year. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Start clean with Clorox, because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... I had a charcoal mask. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? <clears throat> Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed.